All right, guys, welcome back to the Savage Fast Podcast presented by Clutch Points. I'm your host, Blake Lovell. With me, as always, my co-host, Dylan Reagan, and we have made it to one of our favorite episodes of the year. And um, boy, did we just have a discussion before we hit this record button about some of our picks. And as you'll see, some of us uh, um, went all in on certain teams uh, to make uh, a... We will get to that because this is our uh, very fun, exciting season predictions episode where we make our picks for every division, our wildcard picks, and ultimately pick our Super Bowl champion. And uh, Dylan, this was... uh, this took us longer this year than I can remember in recent years uh, for us to pick all of our winners because there were a lot of good options. Some of these divisions, um, I'd say, really, I mean, looking at these now, like most of these divisions, I think, will be, you know, you'll have some pretty interesting races. Maybe the majority uh, it won't be everyone, but some of these should be pretty easy to pick. But some of these races are going to be pretty fun this season. Yeah, absolutely. I think we got maybe like out of the eight divisions, three where I felt like immediate picks that were easy to do but the other five not so much um we did surprisingly we both put the afc south pretty quickly on this compared to usual usually we take a little more time there but yeah there's it's just a lot of a lot of fun especially in the afc as we've talked about all offseason there's so many playoff contenders there's teams that were not even you know we might mention them a little bit but we don't have making the playoffs that certainly could make it that's the fun thing about it that usually we have a lot of turnover in the postseason uh, from the uh, the previous year, it's usually almost half the teams are are different each year. It kind of fluctuates. Um, we picked a lot of, I think, repeat playoff teams, but also some new ones. Some teams that struggled with injuries last year, teams that were on the rise that were just maybe a couple players away. But, yeah, I think ultimately, you know, as much as our actual playoff picks might be, uh, you know, it took a little more time. I think we got to some pretty good teams. I think it's our Super Bowl picks that – uh, when we finally get to that part, that might be a little more a little more wild for our, our usual uh, our usual uh, <laughs> predictions here. We we went a little more on a limb for a couple of them, but now it should be obviously week of the season starting. It's so fun to have football back. Obviously, a lot of good college games, a lot of insane ending to the LSU uh, Florida State game last night was absolutely incredible. And but now just uh, just an appetizer for what's going to be starting on Thursday night. Hopefully, a really good game there in LA, and then yeah, the first Sunday just get started here. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, it is for sure, and um, yeah, this is going to be very exciting. I think uh, just again, looking through some of these divisional races, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how it plays out, but um, here we go. Um, so we start, Dylan, with what I think's. I don't know, I'm looking at some of these others, I'm like, no, I think there's another one I think is maybe more straightforward than this yeah. one, although it's pretty close. AFC East, um, didn't really think twice about this one. I'm going to pick the Bills to win this division. Um you know, again, the Jets, I think, will be better. The Dolphins are intriguing at the very least. Uh, I don't know how good they'll be in terms of challenging for a division title, but I think they are they are very intriguing, just looking at the pieces that are in place. Um, yeah. Patriots, I don't know, man. I'm just not – I don't think this team packs that, that extra something for me to challenge the Bills here at the top. Um, so yeah, this was a pretty easy choice. Yeah, no, I, the Bills are. You know, there's a reason they have the the top Super Bowl odds in Vegas. There's, you know, this team is about as complete as you can imagine. Uh, in terms of obviously, they've they've been good for a few years here. They're probably going to be good for a long time with Josh Allen. But you can make the argument that this roster right now. I mean, it's going to be hard to top what they've put together for this one year going forward. As as Josh Allen's contract, all, you know, continues to expand. As it's just hard to keep the 
core in place for so many years. I think this is, you know, they still have a, a very extended window. I'm not buying into some people saying like the Bills, there's a lot of pressure on the Bills to win it all this year, but I do think they have just about of completed team as you could ask for. A uh, team that last year struggled in some close games, and I, I, you know, some games where Josh Allen wasn't as consistent. I think they cleaned those things up a bit, and even with a tougher schedule at times i have a hard time picking the bills to really fall off too much um i think they're you know just from top to bottom from offense defense all three phases special teams even uh just about as complete as you can get so yeah pretty easy choice here especially with what happened last year it kind of felt like a changing of the guard but also uh the last even two years but especially last year with the pats kind of striking back and still coming up just short and then how they just dominated them that in that playoff game um to your point with the dolphins i think they'll be a ton of fun just not in the conversation yet for me to be on the level of what the bills have i think the dolphins will be one of the more interesting teams to watch this year patriots too to see what happens there on offense i, I still think the pats we'll get to the afc wildcards uh, discussion in a bit but i think there's definitely in that in that mix by the end of it just uh in, a, in terms of division winners this was one though that for sure was pretty automatic felt like the bills were uh, going to be here no matter what uh, as soon as you know but even before the uh, we started doing our preview episodes you knew buffalo was probably going to be the, the pick here for the afc east winner yep so the bills are uh, a double pick for us here to win the afc east the nfc west was a little bit more difficult i'd say um as you know you do have i think it's two teams battling out for the yep. top spot i don't really know what to expect from the cardinals don't think the Seahawks will have a say in this conversation, um, to say the least. Uh, but I was torn between this, but something you pointed out when we were kind of discussing this back and forth, there is the uncertainty with how the quarterback situation looks for the 49ers. I have high expectations for Trey Lance. We've talked about this many times. Yeah. I got him in one of my fantasy drafts. I'm thrilled. But <laughs> there's a little more you know, uncertainty there than there is with the mm-hmm. Rams. I feel like the Rams are still built to be a team that – can make it back to the Super Bowl, can win the Super Bowl again. Um, and you'll have to wait till late in the episode to see if we pick any of that. But um, <laughs> I decided to go with the Rams because of that. I just, I think they are, there's more knowns, I think, with them. And I think just, hmm, I, I, I do, like I said, I'm a believer in Trey Lance and, and what that offense is going to do with the Niners and their defense will be fine. But um, I just, I don't know. I think just that slight bit of uncertainty that if things go in the wrong direction, you can always turn to Jimmy G, which, as we've seen, has not been a bad move for the Niners in yeah. recent years. Uh, but I just I think the Rams are more of a known commodity, at least where things stand right now. And since we're picking right now, I'll go with the Rams. Yeah, I obviously I'm still bullish on what the Rams can do. I, I think that they have maybe not, maybe not you know with when once Von Miller got there and Odell, and we'll see. About Odell coming back still with them keeping his locker and uh, all the messages back and forth that we see on Twitter every day with with the current team. It sounds like there's a a decent chance he will be back at some point. So something to think about with an already pretty um, deep receiver room, all things considered. I I know that they struggled with that in the Super Bowl with some of the injuries they had, but uh, they're pretty excited about some of the guys they have beyond just Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. Obviously, really excited to see what those guys can do, but... The schedule is tough. I, I think there's a chance the Rams are a better yeah. team um, over the course of this season. Uh, but I could, I, I kind of talked about this in the NFC preview, NFC East or West preview. I think they could finish with the worst record despite maybe playing a bit better. Just they did have some, uh, you know, a really good run of, of luck in one score games outside of the, the last week 18 regular season game against the Niners. Had some close calls with teams like Minnesota, with Baltimore, with all the injuries they had down the stretch. I still think. 
you know, they're going to be solid, but they have a brutal stretch of, you know, they, uh, the second half of the season, they get a stretch where it's like Kansas City, Green Bay, uh, the Niners, uh, the Chargers, the Broncos. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of the Raiders, a lot of pretty tough teams. And I just think because of that and because of my belief in what the Niners can do uh, with what Kyle Shanahan's built in the system, maybe the offensive line on the on the right side isn't as dominant as 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 years past Mac Alex Mack retires at center so there's some uncertainty there but I think there's still enough pieces on this on this offense where I think that it's going in what Trey Lance can open up with the playbook in terms of his ability to throw deep, deep down the field he's going to miss some of the gimmies but I don't know I think it's it's just a belief in what the Niners have done also waiting to see the Rams kind of take it to them in the regular season. It just hasn't happened. Um, the Rams also, as we've talked about, a lot of turnover. Well, not, uh, you know, a few uh, key plot, uh, places on their offensive line, expecting guys like Joe Nopum and Coleman Shelton to really fill in off the bat. Brian Allen at times, uh, you know, has struggled with the Niners too. So it's just kind of a mix of those two things. I still think the Rams are going to be really good, but I, I'm picking the Niners to win the division this year. I don't think I think it's going to come right down to the wire, but I think it ultimately could be the difference is those three different games they get on the schedule based on where they finish in the standings that make the Niners schedule much easier, and then also those matchups with each other. Until the Rams show up and beat the Niners, if they, even if they can split, I think that could be enough for LA to potentially win the division. But um, I think it's two two definitely uh, Super Bowl contenders here that we're going between. That Cardinals just, you know, with DeAndre Hopkins out, I think their defense is uh, due to regress, and a lot of the you know, football outsiders' DVOA projections predict that as well. We know where Seattle's at right now. Um, so it's pretty much between those two, and I'll go with the Niners just slightly eking out the Rams for the division title. All right, AFC South, uh, our brand here. Um, like you said earlier, we, this was – this was quicker than probably you thought it was going to be. Um, last year, I told you I was finally buying the Titans. Well, I'm not there this year with the Titans. I just, I think the roster is not as good as it was last year. I have questions um, on both sides of the ball. I think for them, uh, Colts, I have less questions. Yes, they have a new quarterback, Matt Ryan. I don't, I don't know exactly what to expect from Matt Ryan, but I know they got Jonathan Taylor. I know they've got an offense that is can be really good, and I think their defense is going to be, you know. Again, fantasy-wise, I'm targeting a team like the Colts because I think when you look at who they're going up against and some of the teams on their schedule, could be a nice setup. So I picked the Colts to win the division. I just, I don't know, like I told you, I think this, in all honesty, like I'm looking at the divisions, I think this is the weakest division in the NFL. Maybe I'm wrong (laughs) here, but I just, I think this is the case because I, you know, obviously I don't expect a lot from the Texans. The Jacks could be better, but I don't think they're better to the point of winning the division. Um I just yeah, I, I think you're looking at nine and eight type teams here, and maybe ten and seven. But I, I think the Colts are, would be my pick. Yeah, I, I, it's funny because this is one that I, I made this prediction fairly quickly, but all the projections have this as the closest division race. We talked about it on the on the South episode how the Texans, the Colts, and the Titans are all um, their win projection is seven point nine, and only the Jags are only. Point yeah. three behind at seven point six, so they they have all four of these teams in the mix. There are some people that are going to go and say the Jaguars, and I would love to see Trevor Lawrence have an incredible season and, and then go like nine and eight and win the division. That'd be a lot of fun. But I I, I agree with you, and I've always been a little more bullish on the Colts overall uh, and what Frank Wright's doing. What I think you know the offensive line isn't what it used to be, but I still think Matt Ryan's gonna that's going to be really big for him. And just they needed a guy to not take the you know as much as Carson Wentz at times had some pretty 
solid performances. I think of the game against the Cardinals. Um, I believe it was Thanksgiving night that he played pretty well, or I forget exactly what it might have been that same week, but he had some pretty good performances. But overall, they just needed a guy that wasn't going to lose them games. And there were some games down the stretch of the year against the Raiders, against the Jags, where he made some just awful decisions and really tough plays in those Titans losses that they had. Whereas Matt Ryan, he maybe he's not going to make the bigger passes, but he's not going to take the negative plays. He's going to take the what the defense gives him. On the flip side, I think you know projection wise, some places have the defense a bit lower. But like you mentioned, like schedule wise, I'm not feeling like it's going to like fantasy wise. I think they have a, a good chance to be pretty uh, solid. And overall, I just have more trust kind of in this overall team than the other ones. I feel like it, we're going to have. I, I'm really afraid we're going to have the same conversation we've had. Um, in other years where I haven't believed in the Titans. I, I you know, I do think that Mike Vrabel could you know, will have this team in a good place to compete. I do think there's some turnover along I don't think that offensive line is as good as it used to be. Uh, big injuries uh, along the defensive line before the season that are really gonna uh, take away some of the teeth of a defense that that was one of their biggest strengths last year to really help that secondary. I just don't know if they have quite enough. So yeah, I'm going the Colts as well maybe made this pick easier or quicker than it should have been. I, I do think it is probably going to be a closer race by the end of it, but just the team I have the most trust in. Um, but again, will not be shocked by any means if the, if the Titans just find a way to go 10 and seven again. And we're talking about the same thing, even if they're not going to go deep in the playoffs, uh, Mike Vrabel always seems to get that team in a good place to, to perform. So uh, it should, should probably be another close race for sure here. NFC South. Um, this did not take me long to make my decision. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I think the Bucks are, are the choice here. I think this is only only two possible teams, and I think it's you know a Tom Brady injury or the offensive line. Maybe if that sends the Bucks backwards, the Saints just exceed expectations. Jameis is just fantastic in every way. Maybe the Saints have a chance to win this division, but I don't see it. I think the Bucks are the easy choice here. Yeah, I you know it's. I, I still have some belief in the Saints, and we'll talk about them a bit as we go on. But I don't – like you said, I, I still – this was a pretty easy pick for me. I, I feel like the Bucks are just such a complete team uh, on both sides of the ball. They did – we talked about on their on that preview episode. They lost a number of guys on defense and expecting other guys to fill in. And obviously in the offensive line, the injuries at center – the other turnover at guard, it's it, there are there is uncertainty there, but I think they have just so many skill position guys. I think they'll do enough to figure out ways to to you know help out that offensive line in the interior with 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 the running backs. And they've got some guys that can block pretty well at that position to to really make sure they still have some of these chances on the outside. It's still Tom Brady. I still think he's playing at such a high level. Until you know we've kind of taken this philosophy. It's been it's hilarious. We talk about it basically every year for you know the last three four years. But um, until I see this team. Like until I see Tom really fall off completely, I, I'm not going to just predict it. Um, so I think, yeah, between as long as he's out there with all the talent they have on both sides, still um, as much as the Saints, uh, I think their defense can be really good as we've talked about. But uh, it's just there's so much uncertainty with their offense; it could go in such a wide spectrum of ways that um, at the end of the day, and yeah, as we've talked about, the Panthers and Falcons were not exactly bullish on their chances this year. So it was another two team race, I guess, but the Bucks for me, uh, one of the, just kind of like the Bills, a team that I penciled in pretty quickly here. All right. The strongest division in the NFL yes. is the AFC West. And uh, this was, uh, here's the deal with this one. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll talk about one of these teams in particular even more in just a bit. But the thing is that the person you pick to win the division could finish last in the division. Like that's, yeah. that's where things are at with the AFC West. And so this makes it, 
as we said, very little room for error in this division. I think all four teams could make a claim to feeling like they could win this thing. Um, but, Dylan, I am going to head to L.A. because uh, I am going to go with the Chargers here as my pick for the division after this is coming from the guy, of course, who's picked the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl seemingly every time we've done this episode each season for since we started this podcast. But I just, I don't know. The Chiefs, I think, are... When I say take a step back, I mean that in reference to what they've accomplished to this point Mm -hmm. in recent seasons. Uh, I still think they're going to be good. I still think they'll be in the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be maybe to the level that we've seen, of course, uh, in some of those recent seasons. So, meanwhile, I'm very high on the Chargers, um, and that is probably an understatement based on the conversation we're going to have in a few minutes. But uh, (laughs) I am going to pick the Chargers to win the division, but like I said, I they could just as easily finish fourth uh, behind the Chiefs, Raiders, and Broncos uh, in some order. Like, I just think that's how little that difference is going to be between these four teams. Yeah, the, those division games, as we've talked, they're all going to be much TV. I mean, the, the Chargers start up real quick. They get the Raiders at home. And as we know, when the Raiders play in L.A., it's not really a home game for the Chargers. Then they go to play yeah. the Chiefs on Thursday night. So it's it could be real quick, 2-0, and with a huge advantage, or 0-2, to your point. Uh, these games go, are, uh, you know, on both sides with the with those Raider games and the the Chiefs games, both times that those teams face each other, they've been really neck and neck uh, opponents uh, outcomes. So it's just you know, like you said, the Chiefs aren't quite where they were in previous years. I think their offensive line is probably one of the best ones they've had, but the defense is just there's so many so many question marks. And without Tyron Matthew and some of you know they're 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 expecting a lot from guys like George Karloftis and. Uh, some of the uh, draft picks on the on the outside uh, in the secondary, compared to what the Chargers are starting to build, I think they you know maybe they don't have it, the offensive line of the Chiefs, but I'd still put them in a, as a top ten offensive line with how they've built out it, even with the right tackle question marks. I think otherwise, a really complete uh, group there. Um, I, I still you know it's a kind of a an interesting skill position group that some people love them, some people think they don't have enough speed. I think Josh Palmer is going to have a pretty solid season here. Um, we know what Keenan Allen and Mike Williams can do. Obviously, Austin Eckler, and I think Gerald Everett, even if he's not the best blocking tight end, still a good receiving option. So you got a lot of weapons, and it's just on defense. I think they they filled in so many gaps. I, you know, really obviously so high on Sebastian Joseph Day, but I do think he's such a big two gap guy that's going to fill in so much of what Brandon Staley needed for that. For the system, I we, I talked about in the preview episode of some of the numbers with J.C. Jackson of how solid he has been and how I really think, you know, unlike some guys that have left New England, I don't anticipate him taking a step back. I think Bryce Callahan, for, he's at times fluctuated with his performance, but given what he can do in this system and what his experience and what he knows with it, yeah, it's, uh, it's a lot to expect this team to stay healthy. It's always been an issue with the Chargers. Um, guys like Joey Boston, Khalil Mack, when they're out there, Absolutely, uh, some of the better, most fearsome pass rushers. But it's been a lot of injuries for especially Cleo Mack and obviously Joey Bosa previously. So, but if they just stay healthy enough, get healthy for the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's that, and then also the schedule is uh, we, it's such a big thing when these teams are right on the margins. It's why I ultimately pick the Niners to win that division over the Rams, and also here the Chiefs have the third toughest projected schedule the chargers are in the 20s it's just those games matter um and the chargers aren't a team that's going to back down in these matchups with the chiefs and i just have a hard i I see a better outcome with what the with the talent that the chargers have at key positions on defense to really uh compete against the chiefs on the flip side i just 
I have a hard time seeing the Chiefs slowing down uh, the Chargers as they're currently built. Um, maybe they still split. Maybe the Chiefs win, you know, win even both games. But ultimately, over the course of this season, I yeah, I went with the Chargers. I don't. This could blow up on our faces. We're talking about a team that's host not not just won six straight AFC West titles, but hosted the last four AFC yeah. title games here. Um, so uh, you know, maybe it's just we've always, like you said, we've always kind of defaulted to picking them, not just to win the division, but to win the Super Bowl or at least be in the Super Bowl. Um, they've always kind of been on that on that line, uh, but I, I, you know, this could this division, like you said, it could blow up. It could go in any direction. Any team of the four could win it, even if I'm more bullish on uh, the Chiefs and the Chargers at the top, and the Broncos kind of maybe as the next team. I still have high hopes for the Raiders. I still think they can be a solid team. I just maybe have questions of that offensive line in particular. I, I think if the offensive line holds up for the Raiders, they end up really elevating themselves right in this conversation. They have some good pass rushers, the defense, maybe some spots that are question marks, but I think if their offensive line holds up, their offense in, in Las Vegas could be incredible, but I think the Chargers at this point are just a little more complete. So, yeah, I'm agreeing with you here. We'll see how we'll, we'll – maybe we'll either ride on the ship or we'll, we'll, we'll sink together, but uh, it should be fun division no matter what. Yeah, I – I, yeah, I think this division is going to be uh, one of the best divisions we've seen in, in years. Um, I really think it has potential to be that good. And like I said, every game feels like it's must-watch. Don't think that'll be the case for the NFC North um, because this is, to me, a, I mean, I guess it's a two-team race. It's the Packers or the Vikings. I don't think the Bears or the Lions are going to factor into this equation, um, even though I do think the Lions could be a surprise team. But, uh, spoiler alert, I cannot pick up them to make the playoffs. Um, but I think the Packers are, I don't think they're an easy choice cause I, I'm high on the Vikings. I've talked about that, yeah. but if you're picking the division winner, I, I don't think you can pick anyone other than Green Bay here. I, you know, I, I put the Packers immediately, but it's one that in the weeks leading up to this, uh, to the start of the season, the Vikings were definitely teetering there for me. I, you know, I think their offense is going to be really good. I have more questions marks about their defense. Um, I, you know, the projection wise for the Packers, they don't have their defense being a top 10 defense. I think they could be, I think they have a really complete secondary. I think their fronts really sound. I think over the course of last year, you saw them getting used to the scheme with Joe Barry there. And over, I, I think they're just a really good unit. Yes. There are question marks along, along, uh, for that offense with the skill position guys, but Still Aaron Rodgers, he still elevates these guys. I think Lazard is going to be a big part of what they do. Uh, maybe the offensive line, you know, I think it's still probably in the top ten, maybe even top five. So all those things combined, it's like, yeah, I think the Vikings can be really good in offense, but the defense is kind of fluctuating. As you mentioned with the Lions, I briefly thought about making them a, a really, like, crazy wild card pick, and there probably are some people out there saying that it's a possibility in the NFC. It's not – it's not like the AFC with the with the list of teams that you really could see in the playoffs and not bat an eye at. But, um, yeah, I think it came down to the Vikings and Packers. And until they get Aaron Rodgers out of there, until we see this offense really sputter, I, I have a hard time uh, not saying with this defense being in a pretty good spot, in my opinion, that the Packers are going to win the division. Yep, I think that's a good pick. And uh, this next one was tougher because the AFC North, I think, could, uh, again, go multiple directions here. Based on what you believe, you know, for some of these teams, I, I mean, look, to me, this came down to Bengals or Ravens. I, I've said, I, I just think the Steelers, there's a lot of unknowns with them. Browns, of course, um, not maybe as many unknowns, but I think the quarterback situation, obviously, we kind of know where things stand um, right now. And, and, you know, that's a that's a big thing if you're kind of looking at how it could have been versus 
Watson, you know, suspension and all that is just a lot of unknowns there too. So to me, this came down to the Bengals and Ravens. I can't say there was a lot for me that separated either one of them. Um, but I ultimately decided to go with the Bengals just because I said, you know, I just, I still don't know how people are going to stop that offense. Um, all the pieces they have in place. We talked about it. The offensive line's better. Um, I just think they're going to put up a lot of points and, and be able to do anything they want uh, against a lot of teams. And, um, you know, it won't be as easy as it sounds. But, yeah, I just – I think the Bengals, look, they they found what worked. They improved in, in areas they needed to improve in, especially, like we said, the offensive line. And, um, yeah, I, I think that sets up for another great season. So, I will pick the Bengals here to win the division just by a slight, slight margin over the Ravens. Hey, and I, I wanted to do that. I'm, I'm still like fluctuating. Do I flip back to the to the Bengals? For me, it was between the two same teams. I think the Browns, with the well, you know, it's an uncertainty with what Deshaun's going to be when he comes back. Is he going to be the same players before? It might take some time. Um, if he was, I mean, that, that with what Cleveland has in their offensive line and you know, skill position-wise, I mean, they bring in Amari Cooper, but you might not say that the other at the rest of the receiving depth is great. But I think I maybe would have gone possibly with the Browns as a, as a fringe one. At the Steelers, I think, are going to be really good on defense again. I just – and I'm excited about what George Pickens can do, obviously. But their offensive line still is in a place that – just makes it tough to, to pick them to go too far, and they have a really tough schedule. They have the uh, fourth toughest schedule predicted, and that's partially, again, I keep coming back to this, but when I'm kind of on, between two teams, Cincinnati finishing first in the division, they have the sixth toughest projected schedule. The Ravens, you know, finishing, I believe, uh, if they weren't last, they, were, they, they might have been close to last. Um, they have the 22nd uh, predicted uh, toughest schedule, so much easier Slated teams, I just, you know, this team, you know, it's, it took a ton of injuries and a ton of one-score losses for them to to have the year they did after, you know, at times, despite all the problems they had leading the whole AFC, let alone their division. Um, I don't think, I still think they're going to have a tough time in the games against the Bengals. Um, but I think the, t- the schedule for Cincinnati is just a lot tougher. They they had some matchups down the stretch, too, of teams with QBs that got injured. They I still think Cincinnati is really good. I think their offense is really good. Um, I think they're going to probably, you know, be higher in DVOA rankings than they were a year ago. They're projected to be higher, but they still have a, a, just a tougher climb with some of the, the, the opponents they have. So I'm, I'm giving the Ravens a slight edge. I don't, I don't know. Like in my heart, I think the Bengals are going to do it because of what I saw Joe Burrow do. What I think with the skill position guys, as you mentioned, I think the defense is a good uh, uh, at, at times at adapting and being malleable to their opponent and. Um, you saw what they were able to do adjustment-wise in the second half against Kansas City. Obviously, the injuries to the Rams receivers changed the Super Bowl a bit, but they still had – they were plugging up the, the running game that whole game. And I, you know, they bring a lot of those same guys back, very similar defense of, of unit. And um, I think they're still going to be really good. But I'll give Baltimore just a slight edge because I think it just it took so many crazy injuries. Um, their offensive line, it's, it's kind of crazy – that the, right now the Bengals, I'd, I'd take their offensive line probably over where Baltimore's is at this point. It's, it's not the Ravens' offensive line of old, um, but I think they just have enough talent, and I think the defense is definitely going to take a step forward with all the guys coming back. That I'll, I'll go with Baltimore slightly. I don't feel good about this one, though. This was definitely one that I had the hardest time with, especially because you know, we were, even if we didn't pick the Bengals to win the division by any means or even make the playoffs last year, you, early in the season we were pretty – Pretty high on what they could do. Not maybe not Super Bowl contenders, but uh, it is tough for me to go against one of our teams of the podcast in the Bengals. So, yeah. but I'll go with the Ravens right. slightly here. I know we were the ones that started the Bengals bandwagon <laughs> after that opening. What was it? Opening week lost the Seahawks a couple oh. of years ago. We said we <laughs> were Zach all Taylor in on the Bengals. Yeah. 
And, uh, well, it took them a little longer than that, but yeah. uh, we, we did say we were all in at that point. So, um, nonetheless, this was another one in our final division here, NFC East. Went back and forth on this one, but honestly, I've been thinking about this one for a while. And, I mean, there have been times where I've changed my pick, but I haven't wavered that much. And that is me picking the Eagles to win the, the NFC East. Wow. I just... Maybe I'm I'm buying into the hype as well. You know, a lot of people again look at you know the AJ Brown trade and all that, and um, you know just kind of what the expectations are. But I tell you, man, I just I really like this Eagles team on paper. I think that they have the makeup of a team. I don't know if they're a Super Bowl team or anything, but I think they're they're a team that can win a lot of games. Um, Cowboys. I don't know. There's something about the Cowboys that I, I think they're going to be really good. And as you'll see, I, I think they're going to be fine in terms of making the playoffs. But um, I don't know. I don't, I don't have that exact same certainty with the Cowboys. And, and again, I'm not by any means certain with the Eagles either. But um, I think that, I don't know, there's just something something about the Eagles. I gave them the advantage here over the Cowboys. I think the Eagles have a more complete roster um, top to bottom. Their offensive line, if it's not the best in the league, it's probably the best in the NFC at this point at least. Um, with teams like the the Chiefs and the Browns in the, in consideration up there, so that along with the skill position guys, I mean AJ Brown's a monster. It's going to be so exciting to see what he can do. Uh, I still think Miles Sanders is a pretty good running back uh, option to have along with the the trio with Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell and. Obviously, Devontae Smith now being in that number two role, I think it just opens up so many things for him and his talent. I think the Eagles are going to be really good. I kind of, most of this, most of these previews for the last month over this course of time, I've kind of had them as my pick here, but I decided to go with Dallas. Um, I still think their defense is going to be pretty good. I think Micah Parsons is just so good, and the, the idea of him possibly taking his game to another level, I don't know if that's even really completely possible given he was in the defensive player of the year conversation right off the bat as a rookie but I think he just brings so much to that unit um I think they're overall pretty solid there I just yeah I think obviously on offense the question marks about the the receivers and you know you trade Amari Cooper and do you feel good about the current options they have uh maybe not fantastically I'm excited to see still what they get creative with both teams have really easy schedules so I think it's kind of crazy. I, I wouldn't pick these teams necessarily over the the four teams in, in Tampa, the Packers, the Niners, and the Rams in terms of Super Bowl consideration. But I think whoever wins this division, given the the strength of the schedule, I think they could get the one seed possibly <laughs> just because um, they're going to rack up wins. I think they're both going to have pretty solid records by the end of it. Um, maybe I, I mentioned this to you before we recorded. It's kind of weird. I'm picking the Cowboys here to win the division, but I think – I have a little more trust in the Eagles just, again, with their roster talent to get to the playoffs. I wouldn't be completely shocked if Dallas missed the postseason, but I think they have enough talent. I think Dak's still really good. As, you know, Some of the things that happen, we at times I feel like he's underrated, overrated. I, it's kind of all over the place, and right now maybe a little underrated with what he can do still there yeah. in Dallas. Um, so I'm going to pick him just partially wanting to see Jalen Hurts take another step. There's a chance with this offensive line, with the talent that Jalen has, that he does that, and then we're looking at Philadelphia really at not just as the, the team winning this division, but also in that in that with that group of four NFC teams as a Super Bowl contender. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, but 
I'll go with Dallas here. Um, that way we get a few a few more uh, different picks than usual here as well. But I think it will be neck and neck. I think their matchups are ultimately going to decide who wins this division because they have the easiest and the third easiest schedules in the NFL. So uh, it's going to be a lot of a lot of wins, I think, for these teams. And uh, maybe they won't be as battle tested when the playoffs get here. But we'll see. Um, excited, really excited to see Philadelphia. They're they're I you know I. Miami, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're one team I'm obviously really intrigued to watch and see what Mike McDaniel does with that team. I think the Eagles, uh, they really adapted to running the ball so much. It's going to be interesting to see how much do they stick to what worked to get them into the postseason last year, how much do they adjust and what the defense does. They're definitely a team I'm just so excited to see what they can do. Yeah, I am too. I think they could be one of the more entertaining teams for sure, just based on how they play. Um, All right. That was our division picks. Now is where things get fun uh, as we get into our picks for the playoffs and our Super Bowl picks as well. All right, Dylan, we start with the NFC wildcard picks. Uh, Again, going through, we picked all of our division winners. Now we've got to add three teams to the mix for our wildcard spots. And for me, there was a clear two. Uh, and then I, you know, we'll talk about, yeah. and we'll talk about in a second. There, there was two teams. You and I just decided, hey, let's just one pick one, and the other pick the other, and uh, because I think it's pretty close. But I mean, I had to have the 49ers and Cowboys in there. I think, like you just talked about, the Cowboys scheduling wise, they're going to win enough games to make the playoffs, even if the Eagles were to, um, you know, slightly beat them for the division. Yeah. Niners are the same way. I think the Niners will, um, you know, when you picked them to win the win the, the division, I picked the Rams, but. Either way, I think the Niners are uh, the next best team of the group. So uh, I would pick the Niners, Cowboys, and then ultimately for that last wild card spot, I went with the Vikings. Um, but I, you know, you and I, and again, we're not spoiling any big spoilers here, but <laughs> the Vikings and the Saints were the final two teams and yeah. went back and forth on those two. I think it's, you know, right now it's like 50 50 for me. I just decided to go with the Vikings because um, we talked about kind of the, the potential maybe for that offense and. Defense could be a work in progress, but um, ultimately, I think the Vikings may be fine enough uh, wins there to be able to, to slide into that that last wild card spot. Yeah, the vibes are great in Minnesota with Kevin O'Connell and what they've been able to do on yeah. offense, and how all the players just seem rejuvenated. As a as a, in our fantasy league and clutch points, as a Justin Jefferson uh, owner, I'm very excited <laughs> to see what he does in the quote unquote Cooper Cup role, uh, as Kevin O'Connell has talked about. I. You know, I, I was going to potentially pick Minnesota. We talked about this, and I kind of, like you said, it kind of wavered back and forth for this last one. Just to be clear, uh, yeah, I, I picked the Rams and the Eagles to be to be the first two wild cards. I think that all the, all the reasons we talked about, I think they easily could win their divisions. If they don't, they're going to barely miss it and get in. I think they're kind of locks, in my opinion, based on the Eagles' schedule, the strength of their roster. And I think the Rams, again, could be as good, if not better, than last year. I just think the schedule-wise, they might just barely – They you know, they almost didn't win the division last year if the Cardinals win that Week 18 game against Seattle. So I'll go the Rams and Eagles, but then – between the Saints and Vikings, I think it could be like last year where it's the Saints are looking at the last game and it's maybe they need someone to beat Minnesota the same way that they needed the Rams to beat the Niners last year. Didn't happen, but I think with their, you know, if Jameis can stay on the field, that's a big question mark, but if he can, and I look at this uh, defense that the Saints have, and I'm like, you know, maybe their offensive line isn't that good anymore. I'm a bit worried with Armstead and some of these guys are that have left, what we're going to really see from them. Um, on that side, uh, skill position wise, I'm excited to see what Olave does. I think that maybe they are a bit in a better place than they were a year ago at that spot. I just think the defense is so dominant. We saw what they did 
against the Bucks again last year, winning both those games, including I don't know if they sh- I forget if they shut out Tampa Bay, but it was a Sunday night game in Tampa and they just shut them completely down. I don't, they didn't they didn't score many points at all. So I, if the offense just can just be fine. I just think the defense is so good that they're going to sneak in. But I like you like it's really for these two teams. I think um, I think one of them is going to be that last wild card if they don't even you know. There's some people predicting these teams winning divisions. I, I still feel pretty good about the Packers and Bucks at the top of these, but um, I think one of these teams will get in. It's just a matter of which. And I Nick and Nick, these two teams that played that. You know, it's a while ago now. The NFC title game, still a bitter, bitter feelings between the Vikings and Saints. Also, the the, miracle, the Minnesota miracle uh, with uh, Stefan Diggs there. So interesting. These two teams coming out. You mentioned, I think, before we started recording, they play in London this year. So that it's kind of crazy. Yeah. A game that's overseas could end up deciding who wins this division. That might be the the tiebreaker there. But I think uh, I, I'm bullish on both teams. But I think it is kind of rounds out the top eight in the NFC are these two teams in, in some order. Um, I think there's a clear cutoff there between them and the next group, even if some yep. people still believe in Arizona. I just think with DeAndre Hopkins out and some of the uncertainty with that defense, I have a hard time putting yeah. Arizona in this conversation or at least picking them. Yeah, that's a good point. I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't really go beyond this group right here. Um, I think that was it. Viking Saints cut off after that. and Yeah, but hey, none of us thought the Bengals would make the Super Bowl or the playoffs last year either, <laughs> and uh, we saw how that turned out. Yeah. So there could be someone that emerges uh, from that group we will see all right afc wild card picks um this was another where look we talked about i mean the afc's a, a lot of good teams in the afc but uh a couple teams i could absolutely not keep out that was the chiefs and the ravens uh, those two were pretty clear for me picking the chargers and Bengals to win those respective divisions uh, so chiefs and ravens joined the mix and then it came down to that last team yeah. um and like we said this team for me could just as easily be a division winner, uh, but ultimately they're going to be the team that I slide into my last wild card spot, which is very interesting to think about. Um, and that is going to be the Broncos. I think the Broncos will be much better with Russell Wilson. We know that offensively. Um, you know, defense, you kind of know what to expect there. I, I the thing, that's the thing is like I'm pretty high on the Broncos, but yeah, they may be they may be number three in their own division, but I, I'm pretty high on this team and. Um, you know, uh, sure, I guess I could have been bold here and left the Ravens out and went Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders as my wild card picks. But um, no, I'm just, just kidding. That probably wasn't going to happen. But uh, Ravens, Chiefs, Broncos, my wild card picks. Yeah, we unlike the NFC where it's a little uh, all are different here, uh, we had some more common picks in the AFC division race. So, yeah, we ended up having the same uh, playoff teams, I think, just completely from one to seven in some order. Yeah. Uh, only difference here, I picked the Bengals to win uh, or to get a wild card spot instead of the Ravens, who I have winning that division. But I went Chiefs Broncos as well. I not gonna, wasn't going to keep the Chiefs out of the playoffs. That would be a little too, too wild for me after – uh, all these seasons and Patrick Mahomes and that offensive line. I still think they're going to do enough on offense, and I still think they're going to be a big threat. No one's going to want to see Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in the playoffs, whether they win the division or not. Uh, so they're an easy pick. The Bengals, I still just have too much trust in Joe Burrow. I know that there's they're a team that a lot of – there's a number of people that pick them to regress and don't have in the playoffs. They're kind of a, kind of a team that people disagree on. I, I still tend to – feel like they're going to be good enough as we just kind of talked about maybe even win the division let alone just getting in the wild card i do think i will say just in general in the afc i think there's going to be potentially three teams that miss the playoffs by like a game i think it is going to be kind of a crazy like the top record could be uh, you know i think last year the titans were 12 and 5 i wouldn't be surprised if we have that as the one seed again even 11 and 6 
and then having teams that only two games worse missing the playoffs. I could see ten and seven being that magic number, and the number of teams being nine and eight or eight and nine, kind of just missing out. But yeah, I went with the Bengals, the Chiefs, and then the Broncos as well. I as much as I was looking at New England as a, they're kind of one of the teams that I, I thought that could definitely slide in here i think if pittsburgh does enough on offense with that defense they're even in consideration i still believe in what the titans can do with mike rabel i just think maybe they're taking a bit of a step back here whereas i just don't have the the broncos defense sliding nearly as far as the projections from football outsiders have them as that i think i mentioned this you know things have changed a bit over the course of the season i'm sure their projections are a little bit different now from when the the manual came out a month ago but they had them at 29th on defense i just do not see denver's defense sliding back that far they have them at fourth on offense projected and maybe that's even a little too high for me but i, I do think that russell wilson yes i don't think he's necessarily the one of the you know i don't i don't think we put him way too high in our, t- our top quarterback rankings compared to some previous years i i do think there has been some regression there consistency wise he's not game to game over the course of a season been as, as solid as past years um but i still think they have enough talent on that offense i still think he's just so rejuvenated the the drive that he has is gonna i think help this this team overall as they as they get back in the conversation i think it is a tough division but they have a little bit easier schedule based on where they finished at the bottom of the division last year so i'll go with denver getting that last spot but again i i, I really do think that like the separation between the even the teams like maybe the Bills are the exception. I think maybe they'll yeah, go like twelve and five, thirteen and four, and win the the one seed. But I think from two to two to ten in the AFC, it's going to be like maybe a two two three game gap. I it's just yeah. too many teams that are solid. Like we're not even. I didn't even mention the Raiders and what I think they can do. It's just the offensive line is such a big. I think that's just like the Achilles heel for me for them at this point. Uh, it's offensively, with I mean the Titans' offensive line is taking a big step back. We know where Pittsburgh's at. So these kind of things add up i think the dolphins still a lot of questions but i mean yeah there's a lot of teams that i think they're going to be in the mix and i think they're going to be really competitive and it's going to just make for such a fun season in both conferences obviously but the afc is it's going to just be the whole year just a clunk of teams that are all right neck and neck and it happened last year and i I think it's going to happen again in in 2022 yeah much harder to pick uh, all the playoff teams in the afc versus the nfc just seems like it's you don't know how yeah. it's going to kind of turn out with, with a lot of these teams in the AFC. And like you said, that gap is so small between uh, many of them. So, all right, Dylan. Our playoffs are set. And yes. now we move on to our championship game picks here. And um, this is where things get interesting because it will decide our championship game picks and then we're going to go right into our Super Bowl picks. All right, here we go. You know, Dylan, we've done this podcast for several years now. And I am always the guy that picks the boring stuff. Like, I'm always picking the most boring matchups. Last year, I went Chiefs, uh, Bucks, rematch. Come on. I mean, it was too simple, right? <laughs> Not anymore, because we are we are spicing things up this year with our Super Bowl picks. Uh, at least I am. Um, all right. NFC Championship game. I'm going to go Bucks over the Rams in the oh, NFC title game. Um, I'm gonna get the, you know. There's your there's your pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the Bucks to the Super Bowl here. I think Tom. I mean, listen. I think Tom's got one season left in him, and I think he's gonna he's gonna go out in uh, a pretty nice fashion. So, uh, Bucks over the Rams in the uh, NFC title game, and then <laughs> here it is. AFC title game. This is the year for the Bills to make their run to the Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl or bust for the Bills. Everybody's favorite. 
to win the whole thing. Dylan, I think they're going to be one step away. I think they're going to get to the AFC Championship game again, Ooh. have a chance to get to the Super Bowl, but there's going to be one team in their path that's going to knock them off the charge. And I said it right there. The Chargers are going to be the team that wins the AFC. I'm picking the Chargers over the Bills in the AFC Championship game, yeah, and I'm wow. going on to a Bucks chargers Super Bowl. Bucks 27, Chargers 24. So, Tampa Tom, your Super Bowl champion, and retires finally. Um, this is it for him. He's not coming back for another season. But I just I like the makeup of the Bucks roster. I know they've had the injuries on the offensive line, but you look at all the, the skill positions, the, the playmaking ability, I just think that they are – they are going to be really, really good. And we talked about kind of the NFC versus the AFC. I feel like – I don't want to say their road's easy, but I, I feel like their path to get to this point is yeah, it's not as, better. Yeah, it's not as difficult. Yeah. It's not as difficult. It doesn't seem as daunting of a challenge. Um, so I'm going to pick the Bucks here to win the Super Bowl over the Chargers, who at one point were like the laughing stock of our podcast. <laughs> but now I'm buying the hype. Justin Herbert – Lead me to the promised land. And, uh, yeah, I'm going Bucks Chargers here. Bucks are your champions. I really wanted to pick the Chargers here. I really, you know, we picked <laughs> them to win the division. i really high on them. They have the third highest projected defense at DVOA. I think, you know, we talked about the influx of guys and how they fit Brandon Staley's system and what that could mean. Not picking them to make the Super Bowl. Um, I I think they're going to be in the mix. I think maybe the divisional round might be where they, they meet their – and this this season, maybe it's next year where I'll, I'll take the plunge, and we'll see what actually happens. Obviously, but in terms of my championship games, I'm so I, I didn't pick the Rams to win the wild card or to win the division, but I'm going to have them in the NFC title game against Tampa, your your game. But I'm flipping it. I'm picking the Rams. They've they've matched up so well with Tampa Bay. I'll say Tampa in the regular season nips the Rams when they play in Tampa this year there. But I think the Rams they they have had the the, the advantages. That matchup has just favored them schematically and what they've been able to do. I think the Bucks defense, even from this past season, is not going to be quite as good. So I think the Bucks they'll get they'll have the great record. I think they'll have one of the top records in the in the league. I'll, but I'll say that they get uh, have an upset between a, a team like maybe we'll have the, the Packers losing early on that allows uh, the Rams to not have to face Green Bay and Green Bay in the cold again, just like they avoided it last year. The Rams are able to nip. We'll say maybe like the Cowboys in the first round uh, after that, maybe the Eagles or the, or the Niners, they'll, they'll find a way, but I'll pick the Rams to get to the Bucks, and I'll have, I'll have the Rams making the Super Bowl. And not, not some, not something I take lightly doing here, given I'm a Rams fan. I'm not trying to be too high on them. Yeah. I have never picked them to make the Super Bowl before. And, and obviously uh, this year, I still think it's going to be a really tough road for them. I just think by the time they get to the postseason, kind of like Tampa, maybe a couple of years ago, they'll be really battle tested. I think there's. I, I don't. I wouldn't be shocked if they find a way to add another pass rusher opposite Leonard Floyd again. And if Odell signs there, I just think they have enough things coming into play where they will be just right there with maybe maybe a little less pressure than some of the teams are facing in the NFC outside of teams like the uh, like the Eagles. I think maybe they'll have less pressure, but I think the Cowboys, the Packers, you could argue have a lot on them after what happened in that NFC title game last year. The Niners as well, and then obviously with with Tampa, possibly if it is Tom's last year. So I'll go the Rams winning there. And then in the AFC, man, who am I going to have playing my team making the Super Bowl? I'll, that's, this isn't surprising. I picked them to make the Super Bowl last year. Um, that's the Buffalo Bills. I had them losing last year to the Packers. Um, but I'm picking the Bills to make the Super Bowl. In the AFC title game, I will go 
Uh, I'm not going to go with the Chargers just to be. I'll I'll say that they will get another team that's uh, kind of an interesting, maybe another wild card team that makes it there. I'll go with the Bengals finding a way to, yeah. to win a couple games again. Joe Burrow gets hot again, but then the, the AFC title game we should have had last year that we could have had if if they just didn't let the Chiefs go down the field in 13 seconds yeah. for that game time field goal. I think the Bills may have won that game last year if that happened. I'll take them this year beating the Bengals and then in the Super Bowl the rematch of this. This week one Thursday night game that's coming up in a few days here with the Bills and Rams. I will pick the Bills to finally get it done, pick, beating the Rams 31-24. I'll, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if that game goes either way. I think these two teams uh, have a potential even for a higher scoring game by the end of it, but maybe Von Miller in there adding so much to that defense and what Josh Allen can do. I just think they have enough answers, and I think it uh, maybe in this first matchup as we get to our uh, next episode predicting the week one games. With Tredavious White still out, some of the things the Rams can do matchup-wise on the outside. I think by the end of the year, maybe Buffalo will have that short up and be a little bit healthier. And that will ultimately be the reason they're able to just nip the Rams barely, 31-24. to But uh, I think both. The, I'll take both these Super Bowl matchups. These would be really fun games either way that we have here. <laughs> yeah, no, these would be awesome matchups uh, for sure. Like I said, I, I went on a limb. Don't usually do that, but I think you know I, I find the – the intrigue of the Bills Rams uh, starting the season and finishing the season. Uh, I like that. Uh, it's a great, it's a great story arc for those two teams. So uh, <laughs> we'll see if that's how it finishes for there, but there you go. There are picks for uh, the NFL, the 2022 season, all of our divisional wild card, and Super Bowl picks. Um, yes. Should be another fun season. Of course, Dylan, a lot of picks, a lot of previews, all that stuff going up over clutch points to get everybody ready for the season. Only a couple of days away now. Let everybody know where they can find all that. Yeah, you can go to the Clutch Points app in the NFL section to follow all of the regular season games as well as read all of our content. We have preview episodes uh, the next couple of days. All of the, I believe the AFC is all going up to, on Monday. By the time you listen to this, all the NFC previews for every team will be up as well. So you can find those in the NFL section of the app, also on ClutchPoints.com and the NFL section there. If you just search Bold Predictions 2022 along those lines, I'll also just be filling the whole feed up with all those team previews. A lot of Last minute, all the you know coverage of all the news, everything that could be happening. We'll have tons of pre and post game coverage as games are happening, betting predictions, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, really loading up on the NFL coverage as always. There's, uh, but especially this year, so should be a lot of fun. Uh, excited for to get started with you know as much as I, I do enjoy the off season, all the bigger picture conversations. It is a lot of fun doing the game by game predictions and following up on those and yeah. seeing how we do. I think. Last year in the playoffs, you kicked my butt. I think I may have beat Nick, nipped you in the regular season total, but yeah, it's always uh, always fun to do those and get some. I'm sure as we always do, get some betting predictions and different things in the mix as well. Blank slate heading into the new season. We always <laughs> yes. appreciate that. So be sure to take everything on Clutch Points as always. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Any podcast that you search for Stabs Fast. And thanks as always for listening to the podcast. And we'll talk to you next time on the Stabs Fast podcast.